You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. My guest on this episode of the Talking Taiwan podcast is Elias Iyak, the CEO and co-founder of Enspire, and one of the co-organizers of the Dragon's Chamber in Taiwan, which is modeled after the Dragon's Den reality show, which is also known as the Shark Tank in the U.S. Welcome to the podcast, Elias. Thank you very much. Great. Um, so first, I you know, would like to ask you um, if you could tell me a little bit about Enspire and how that is related to Dragon's Chamber. So Enspire is a company that I co-founded 15 and a half years ago. And uh, we are Taiwan's largest B2B telemarketing firm. So we service companies like Oracle and uh, basically every large IT company that, you, that you've ever heard of. Since 2005, I have organized events for foreign entrepreneurs in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Five, six years ago, I was on my way back to Sweden. And I was stopping by the airport in Bangkok and I walked into a, a bookshop and there was a whole shelf full of books called How to Start a Business in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, wow, there's a lot of foreigners in Taiwan that keep on having the same questions. Why don't we have a book like this? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur, when I came back to Taiwan, I put together a team of interns to help me. And we wrote a book called How to Start a Business in Taiwan. So since then, I have done uh, a lot of things, uh, a lot of events, a lot of uh, activities, a lot of lobbying to um, help foreign entrepreneurs in Taiwan. And and, uh, Dragon's Chamber is just one of those activities. So so Dragon's Chamber is an investment pitch event Mm -hmm. specifically for foreign entrepreneurs living in Taiwan. And uh, so Inspire is one of the co-organizers and sponsors of that event. And it's the second year this this year that we're doing it. Oh, wow. This is only the second year that you're doing the pitch event? Mm-hmm. So has Dragon's Chamber only been around for two years then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, okay. basically about a year and a half ago, we, myself and um, some of the good folks over at the Canadian Chamber, mm-hmm. we kind of had this idea and, you know, decided that there needed to be a forum for foreigners specifically to kind of look for investment. Because while Taiwan is a fantastic place to do business in many ways, especially for foreigners, it is harder to find investments and you're not able to, you know, borrow money or something like that. So to kind of bridge the gaps a little bit, to make it easier for somebody who doesn't have you know, a rich uncle or such a thing in Taiwan, then, you know, help them get a little bit of exposure to try to find those people who might be able to give them seed money. Oh, wow. I see. That's great. And I'm always curious that when I talk to my guests, like you're from Sweden and um, I saw in one of your bios that you moved to the U.S., you studied in Japan, and now you're living in Taiwan. So, like, what is it that actually brought you to Taiwan? So I, I went to the U.S. to study. Mm-hmm. When I lived in, in the U.S., I met a lot of Japanese people, and I ended up in Japan as an exchange student from my American university. But then I went back to the U.S. again, and I met a Taiwanese lady. So instead of ending up back in Japan, I ended up in Taiwan, a country that I at the time knew absolutely nothing about. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Um, it's so great that you're using a lot of your experience to help other entrepreneurs and uh, business owners or um, 
people who are trying to start their own businesses. So how did you even go about getting started? So you, you had a partner with the Canadian Chamber of Commerce? Yeah, so mm-hmm. we've been working very closely together. I mean, the whole point here is that this is really seed money. So, mm-hmm. you know, most of the... And how much uh, are we talking about? Like, what? How much do you consider seed money? We kind of discussed that it's like up to about 5 million Taiwan dollars mm-hmm. because it's really, you know, there where Taiwan has a, a lack of investors. If you're looking for a Series A, let's say a million US, somewhere in that range, there are places where you can go get that. There are investors that are looking for those opportunities. Mm-hmm. But but let's say that for most people, they, they might only have a few, you know, 100,000 NT, you know, mm-hmm. maybe five mm-hmm. or 10,000 at US. It's kind of the maximum that people can invest of their own money. And then you need, you know, let's say 100,000 US, okay, mm-hmm. to maybe get something really off the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, it's not everybody that has you know, a family member or, or somebody else who is willing to risk that money on you, right? And especially if you're a foreigner in a country, obviously your your network is going to be smaller. So we felt like there was a need for a um, platform for achieving this. Mm-hmm. Right. And so at these pitch events, like, what are some things that you look for uh, in deciding, like, you know, who to fund or... You know, that sort of thing. Well, so so we are a platform. So we just we just give people a, a stage to stand on, right? Uh-huh. Now, of course, we do have, so to speak, judges that you know interpret and and so to speak qualify what we think we are hearing. But what are we looking for? I mean, we want to give a voice for people that do have a plan and have an ambition. In our case, okay, we're not necessarily looking for you know the next Google. Okay, right. if somebody has a, a good business idea for you know, a mechanics shop or a restaurant. Mm-hmm. In our event, those are very welcome as well. Mm-hmm. As long as they have a, a, you know, a firm grasp of the business and they have a an idea, you know, a, a plan for how to achieve, you know, success within their business, they're all welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really what we're looking for. We're looking for people that have a, a clear plan and they have, uh, you know, what we believe is the ability to make that happen, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if so, we will give them the chance and we will work with them. So our team, myself and some of the people from the Canadian Chamber, we will also work with them, give them advice about their presentations and so on. Because, you know, I know very well from many years of experience that just because you have something clear in your head doesn't mean that you yeah. are good at, you know, getting it out on stage. Right. So I think we, you know, last year we had a few teams that really benefited from us you know, listening to their pitches first and kind of giving them our suggestions for how to communicate things. Right. So is how it works um, is that people um, can apply and then they go through some coaching with you guys and there's like a actual event where they pitch and there's like investors there that would actually fund them. Is that and then only a few people get funded. Is that how it works? Uh, from the event, mm-hmm. okay, they, this year the number one prize is uh, 30,000 NT donated by the Canadian Trade Office. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously what they're getting just from the event is not very much. But hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, one of the 200 people who will sit in the audience will find what they're doing interesting and, and seek them out. So, last year, for example, we had five teams one of them at least got a uh, an offer for investments. Some of the others were were not really ready to to receive investments, but uh, they are still working on their on their businesses. So hopefully they will 
achieve the success in the future. So aside from the um, prize money, there's not really any guarantee that they're going to get any fundier, but there's a possibility depending on who's in the audience and if someone um, wants to help them work with their business. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for most pitch events, there are no guarantees, right? Sure. I mean, who knows if you're good or not. But I mean, it's it's also about developing new investors. I mean, when it comes to seed money, you know, most of the people who make investments in those ranges are angels, right? And those are mostly people that have, you know, a little bit of money that they are willing to risk on, uh, you know, this type of investment, which, you know, is very, very risky. But, you know, who's more likely to take to take a risk on a foreigner in Taiwan other than maybe another foreigner? But I think most of those people have also not thought about that this is an opportunity. So, you know, just as well as we are trying to, you know, encourage people to, you know, be entrepreneurs and take the chance to start something um, of their own. We also want to sort of speak, spread the idea that, you know, people can be investors. You know, that way, hopefully the available pool of money will increase. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's interesting. So, I mean, I think for most people who are not that familiar with this sort of thing, people would probably picture something like Shark Tank, you know, the TV show Shark Tank. So, is it sort of like Shark Tank? Like, and what do you and what do you think of uh, Shark Tank yourself? Well, I've been watching Shark Tank or, or you know, Dragon's Chamber, or I mean, sorry, Dragon's Den, as it was called before then in, uh-huh. in most countries. I've been watching that for years and years, and it's awesome. You know, it's yeah. fantastic. It's it's yeah. great in that it. I bet you that there are hundreds of thousands of companies that are existing today, only because their founders, uh, you know, watched that TV show and said, "Hey, if they can do it, I can." Right. You know, in our case, we don't have investors that are wealthy enough that they can just you know make a, a split decision and decide if they want to invest you know, meaningful money. But what we can do at the very least is to give a platform. And, and you know, one of the reasons why this is important is in Taiwan, there is, you know, a foreign business community, mostly chambers of commerce and, and, and so on. And there is a foreign community, of course. And since I would say about 2010, 2011, there is a growing startup community. Mm-hmm. And many of these startup community events are in English. But you actually very seldom see foreigners at these events hmm. okay the the foreigners that are living in taiwan there are very few of them and actually attend the the startup events hmm. so one of the things that i've been trying to work for many years now is to try to kind of merge these two communities you know to, because i think the the foreigners in taiwan that are starting companies here interesting starting companies you know they they have a lot to give you know, they mm-hmm. have language skills, they have contacts, they have, uh, you know, perhaps a different type of thinking, different education and so on. They have a lot to give. And, of course, the, the Taiwanese people that are doing startups and so on, they also have their uh, value. And if you actually put them two together, you know, then, then you have something, I think, even more valuable. Mm-hmm. But so, so, so we need to try to push these two yeah, to bridge those to two to communities, yeah. Yeah, so you're also involved with something called Startup Weekend in Taipei. Do you see that as also a place where both local and foreign talent can come together? And is that happening there? Startup Weekend is an American event from the beginning. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. It started in the U.S. and it's been done in, I think, 100 
countries or something around the world. Mm -hmm. And um, in 2011, myself and some other people brought that event to Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And I was involved with, I think, the first three or four Startup Weekends that was uh, organized in Taiwan. So basically what Startup Weekend is, it's, a, it's a, like a three-day test out how it is to be an entrepreneur event mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so people get together on a on a friday night maybe like a hundred people and anybody who has a business idea gets to stand up to get 30 seconds to pitch it and uh, afterwards people can vote for their favorite ideas and if mm -hmm. your idea ends up in like the top 10 mm -hmm. you get to recruit a team within this group and then you have the rest of the time until sunday night to actually build your business. Mm -hmm. and, wow. and the cool thing is that it's you're not supposed to make just the PowerPoint. You're supposed to actually, you know, build product, maybe right. even start getting revenue. And wow. it's absolutely amazing what people can actually achieve in yeah. 54 hours. Oh my goodness. When they are all working together. Uh -huh. So we organized this the first one in 2011 and we had a, a pretty mixed group, both both local and foreigners. And we mm -hmm. cannot say that this is a bilingual event. So we kind of said that, you know, if you only speak English and you need to have some help talking Chinese, we'll we'll find somebody to help you. Mm -hmm. If you only speak Chinese and, mm -hmm. you know, you're not comfortable speaking English, you know, we'll figure it out. That's so, great. And, and, it, I th and I think it worked out quite well. So this was one of the first, as far as I know, is one of the first events that really kind of started the startup community in Taiwan. And, um, you know, it's been done many times since then, and I haven't been involved in the last last few years. But, oh, okay. you know, I would very much advise anybody who is, like, thinking about maybe wanting to start mm -hmm. a company or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. I think Startup Weekend is the perfect event to go into because, you know, you kind of get the taste for that the mentality that you yeah. need to have, the hardworking mm -hmm. mentality. Mm -hmm. You also have a chance to meet other people with the same thinking. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, most companies, I would say, is probably started by two or three people, right? right? But how do you find somebody who, you know, not everybody has friends or, or family that are also uh, interested in starting a company. Right, right. Yeah, and, that uh, seems to be like a really great testing ground. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic event. Yeah. What other resources or communities are there out there for budding entrepreneurs in Taipei specifically? Oh, by now there's a lot. Mm -hmm. One of the first ones I would advise anybody who who comes to me and says that they want to start something and, and so on would be to sign up for a newsletter called Startup Digest. Startup Digest, okay. Digest, yeah. And they have like newsletters for, you know, hundreds of cities in the world. Uh, and you can sign up for the Taipei one, for example. And uh, mm -hmm. then you have people who accumulate all the events and so on that are going on in Taipei over the next week for, you know, the startup world. Mm -hmm. And that's a great place to start to mm -hmm. kind of, you know, get yourself informed about what's going on. So by now there are, you know, quite a few accelerators and incubators that you can turn to. There are some fantastic co-working spaces and so on where, you know, the the community is growing so you can you know go there and, and and get support if you're a foreigner i would personally recommend also to join the french chamber of commerce or the canadian chamber of commerce just because they are chambers that are more small business or or startup related mm -hmm. so to speak mm -hmm. you know because starting a business is tough and yeah. uh, you need to have as as big of a community of people around you that you can turn to 
and ask questions and, and it might even be people who's going to tell you that your idea or what you're trying to do is stupid you know mm-hmm. and that's valuable too mm-hmm. right okay well thank you very much i really appreciate all of your advice and your time sure thank you for talking to me i've been speaking with elias yuck about dragon's chamber and the startup community in taiwan this year's dragon's chamber pitch is going to take place on november 18th and is part of the meet taipei event which is the three-day startup-related event. The event is open to the public and is free for anyone who wants to attend. It will be held at the Taipei Dome from 1 to 4 p.m. Seating is limited, so get there early to get a seat. For a list of all the great resources that Elias mentioned in the interview, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. If you are interested in applying to pitch at Dragon's Chamber Taiwan, applications for this year are closed. But if you're interested in applying for next year's Dragon Chamber Taiwan, you can visit their website, dragonschambertaiwan.com, to apply online. All of the applications will be reviewed by a panel of judges. Qualified applicants will then be invited to give a pre-pitch. From there, five teams are picked. The Dragon Chamber team will then spend about two to three hours working with each of these teams. And finally, three winners will be picked at the pitch event. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.